we pretty much abbreviate everything. You know, like decent is these. These nuts. These nuts. <laughs> these are decent nuts. Decent nuts. Yeah. Decent nuts. Yeah. Oh, we're recording already? Sick. Decent nuts. Decent nuts. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Southern Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 220 of Sapnin Podcast featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards! Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, but what's the worst thing I could say? Because this podcast... Uh, a pun, a pun. It isn't about war all the time, Sean, but more a permanent rebellion. I see what you've done. Yes, <laughs> this week's guest... Our Frankie Aero and Tucker Rule of LS Dunes. And, oh, I can't even begin to go into all the other bands, really, can I? Frank's in My Chemical Romance, obviously. Tucker's in Thursday as well. And he's been in about 75 million other bands as well. Too many bands for these Too two. Many but bands. Some people are calling this a supergroup. But when I first saw who was in this band, I thought someone had stolen my old iPod shuffle that I used to listen to on the bus to school and it just mixed everything up because the lineup is ridiculous. Frank Iero of My Chemical Romance on guitar. You've got Anthony Green of Circus Survive and Seosin on vocals. Travis of Coheed and Cambria on lead. And Thursday Backline of Tim Ping and Tucker Rule on bass and drums, respectively. It's like an emo post-hardcore fever dream, but here we are. They've gotten together for some different avenues to have fun, play shows, and make music, and the success of their debut album, Past Lives, which is available now, has got them busier than ever in all their mad touring schedules as it is trying to fit things in, and we were very lucky enough to go backstage with them on the final date of their UK tour at the O2 Academy in Birmingham for a very special long-form conversation with two absolute seeing legends and our favourite humans, Frank Aero and Tucker Rule. Uh, I mean, these two, just in general, are so important to us. Seeing we've mentioned so many of their bands on previous yep. episodes, it's insane to think of the inspiration they have given to the whole new generation of artists. Well, yes, we start, yeah, we talk in this about um, how important their bands have been to the scene over the years. 
Yeah, we even uh, get into um, new fans for like My Chemical Romance and stuff. My band, The Blackout, toured with them in 2011, 2012. Some of them were like five. I'd had no idea who My Chemical Romance were. So that's mad. Um, (laughs) But yeah, what a great, great chat with two lovely people. Yeah, I want to thank Tucker as well, because after, after we finished speaking, he mentioned he was in a bad mood prior to it. And after it, he was very, very happy and it changed his day about. So that meant the absolute world to us. That's why we do these things, to have fun, to have a laugh and to get details and uh, stories out of people. We talked about a load of mad, mad topics from the boys' hatred for British taps. So if you do, if you hear the word sprickets in this, what they mean is, what they mean is British taps in, um, bathrooms and kitchens, obsession with jackets, McPlants, and we get into details of how the band came to write songs together as well. Yes, we literally get into everything. And I love the fact that kind of washing facilities is becoming a, a regular conversation with the massive bands we have on here. Um, but as you said, we just like to have different insights into everything. It's not the same old conversation and stuff. It's not just a chat about LS Dooms. We do get into the insight and into the DNA of everything behind the band of the new project and what it means going forward. But we just talk about the silly stories from their friendship together, how important Thursday has been to the My Chemical Romance journey and how impactful MCR have been to Thursday's longevity with a new younger audience. We talk nostalgia, we talk things they collect, and we even have two surprise appearances from their tour manager, Kent, and Tim from the band even chimes in with a few (laughs) answers. And we did scare him in that process as well. He got a lot of microphones to the face very, very quickly. So you're going to learn a lot. You're going to laugh a lot. It's full of chaos. And it's a lovely, lovely time. We appreciate them uh, letting us backstage on the tour. And a massive shout out to our good friend, Hayley Connolly, for being the The queen of PR and just the best person in the world. Before we go into this conversation, uh, just a reminder uh, to go and follow us on our social media pages at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Please screenshot wherever you're listening to us and tag us, post about it, share it with people. It means a lot. And if you enjoy what me and Sean do, go and check out our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Sapnin. That really helps us continue this podcast going each and every week. And there's a whole community of people uh, from the Patreon who meet up at gigs regularly. Loads of them went to these LS Dune shows. They posted about it. They took photos and it was just really, really great to see. But let's not blabber on anymore. Let's talk <laughs> to two of the most insane and important figures in emo music for the last 20 years. This yeah. is Frank Iero and Tucker Rule on episode 220 of Sapnin Podcast. I haven't said much, have I? Sapnin! (laughs) (laughs) Sapnin! Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Sapnin! 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 Yes! We are joined by Tucker Rule and Frankie Aero of the fantastic LS Dunes. How are you guys? Very, very well. Very wet, well. wet and cold. Yeah. It's strange to me how cold I can be and still sweat at the same time. Like, mm. I don't know how you guys have got like cornered the market on that, but it's. Imagine if you had to get on the tube with that jacket. Oh no. You know what I mean? Like yeah. walking around in the cold, working up a sweat, then having to go inside in the tube, minding the gap. Do you take that into consideration though when you pack in to come over here now? Because you guys Yeah, but I always fuck it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'll talk to people over like cars like, yo, it's cold right now. I'm like, all right, all right, I got it. It's cold. It's cold here too. All right, I'm coming. And it's no, it's not. It's not the same. Because <laughs> also, too, you get off the plane and you're like, you're at Heathrow, and you're like, ah, oh, it's not that bad. And then they, you get to a venue, and then they're like, sapnin. You get off, you, like you said, yeah. you get to Heathrow, and you're like, oh, it's not that bad. It's yeah. nighttime. It's 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 you know, it's not that bad. But then you realize that it's always nighttime. Yeah, it's some form of like late afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From six a.m. And what you might not know about Frank and I is that we are a little bit obsessed with jackets. Love them. So I'm a big fan of jackets. Same here. Yeah. Same here. We try to pack. I, I I mean, I don't know about you, but I brought more jackets than I did socks, oh, underwear, and t-shirts. Yeah, definitely. I'm still wearing the same t-shirt since we got here. <laughs> same, same. And my, my t-shirt's a sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, Just God. with short yeah. sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So we're all And it up. is sweaty. Yeah, it is. It is. What was the, uh, my goodness. What was the last jacket you bought? Uh, this one and that one together, yeah. which I wear on top of one and another. There you go. Yeah, that's what I mean. That was a good fucking buy, though. I, I was there when that happened, and I was like, <laughs> I remember I was like cheering in the back. Like, yeah, yes! yeah, yeah. Get that one, too. Yeah. The thing is, I forgot to look at the price tag. Oh, oh no, you never did. <laughs> no, 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 no. But this one was free. 
He threw what? it in because they felt bad for me. He saw my face. Yeah, but that one was $5,000. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, don't worry, I'm rich. And then I was like, no, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, the new record money's really come through. <laughs> wow. Good $5,000 jacket. Yeah, no, I'm it. kidding. It's, that wasn't $5,000. Well, I went to Selfridges in the middle of Birmingham earlier and I. Fuck, I was going to go. He talked me out of it. Good. Rightfully so. Sorry, but, yeah. Another bag for more jackets. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Louis Vuitton saying, I don't know why I went. I just saw this big, I, I'm a sucker for a big puffer jacket as well. Nice. So I saw this one black, matte black covered in the LV logos. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And I went over and it was 4,500 pounds. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll just have two of these then. <laughs> you can buy, you can buy a yeah. small car and turn the heat on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could. Am I right? It's I like that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. But how how are these shows been so oh, far? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> 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 so, no, I want I want those jackets as well. Man, but, I, I mean, circle back to that bar right this morning. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, man. The shows have been fucking great. The shows have been really, really great. Like every show has gotten better than the last show. And, uh, you know, we, I've said this, I feel like in, in every interview we've done so far, I'm not trying to like have like a, a spiel that I do or like a fucking script, but it's true. Like when we started this band, I heard the record, I was like, we got to bring this to the UK. Like we have to tour this over in, in Europe and the UK. And it just, it, it, it's going to mean something when we do. And, uh, and I'm so glad that we did because like these shows have been fucking incredible. And, and I knew that they were going to be, but I think it even surpassed what I thought. So I think I think pure fucking happiness is infectious, you know what I mean? And there's no doubt that like when you look at the band on stage, we're all having the fucking time of our lives because this is brand new. We do love the record. We do love the artwork. We do love what we created out of nothing in a situation that was fucking terrible in a global fucking pandemic. So we we have this thing that we like are just in love with. So it's it's easy to 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 have the best time in your, of your life, no matter what's happening out in the crowd. But it just so happens yeah. that it seems like it's translating, mm -hmm. translating back and forth. So. How is it being mentally coming back to kind of smaller club shows and academies? Because really the two of you have been touring a lot over the summer as a package of my chem and Thursday and yeah. playing big stadiums and arena shows. So they'll kind of have a new project now, but still be with friends and coming back up close and personal. How has that been? You know, it's weird. Like, usually I feel like these shows, uh, these types of shows rather, are, are more nerve wracking because you, you, you can see people, you know what I mean? Like when it gets so big, it's just like a sea and, and, and then you're just, you're with your people on stage. Like it doesn't matter who's, you know, how many, it's like a thousand to 30,000, like whatever, you know, it's the same kind of thing. Not, I appreciate everybody there, but it's like, <laughs> I can't see who's Fuck in the back. Everyone. <laughs> you know, so like normally these are like, there's a little bit more pressure there, um, but not with this band. Like this band is just so much fun that I don't feel that. But those types of shows, it's just, it's, it's essentially the same. It's just, you're working a different type of muscle, you know? Um, it's still a push up, you know what I mean? But it's, it's like, you know, I don't know. Inverted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, on your knuckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. So, uh, you're still doing the same thing. It's like, it's a different connection. I feel like the, the big difference is with a, a front man or a singer. Cause like mm. when you're in a big stadium or, or an arena, like you're, you're talking to, to the backs, you're talking to the fronts, you're talking to the sides, uh, that's a little bit harder to do than say just putting a mic out into the crowd, you know? Uh, but for, for my job, no, my, job, my job stays the same. You know what I mean? I'm in the back. <laughs> yeah. All I'm seeing is Anthony's butt. <laughs> or and Jeff's what a butt. butt it is. Yeah. Or Jeff's butt. Oh. I was going to say, is that a bad thing? Like, never. Who's the better one? Jeff or 
Uh, <laughs> Come on, we all know. <laughs> I mean, they're both great, and they both serve the same purpose. Oh, so. nice. Poop yeah. them out of both. I, yeah, exactly. I, I will say that, like, you know, we, we also... These small shows are what we need to play, you know what I mean? Because we're a brand new band. And we, 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 although we know that we come from these other bands and all this other stuff that people want to say, you know, super group and all this shit. But, you know, we, we know that this is how we have to, we have to work this record. We have to work hard and we have to show people that we want to do it. You know, my only thing is like with these shows is I just wish there were, weren't barricades. That's my only thing right now. Weren't barricades? Weren't, yeah. Because oh, yeah. all the states shows were no barricades, basically. Oh, wow. And and that's the one thing I'm like, oh, man, there's not enough stage. Do you hear that? Let's strike <laughs> the fucking barricades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the only that? thing. But I think Less like, safety at gigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The future. <laughs> I don't, that, yeah, no, that's just my hey, thing. No, but, I'm fucking yeah, down for no barricades. But, uh, I like that stuff because, like, you know, then it's just, it's even more it's just visceral. Visceral. You know? mm. I mean... But that—that's my. If I if I had to complain about one thing, yeah. <laughs> and I have to complain about something, <laughs> you know what else I would like to complain about something? There's no oh, fucking got... hooks in any bathroom or anywhere. Uh, yeah. I just need a hook to hang no, my stuff. But there's if a I'm lot gonna, of water on the floor. If I'm going to take a shower for the show, <laughs> I want to hang my clean clothes yeah. on a hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't just put them on the, on the floor in the, in the water like, <laughs> with everything else. No. It's weird. Well, well, that's the thing we've talked we've talked to bands about stuff backstage and especially in in bathrooms and and looking at uh, and shower heads for example is a big thing that keeps coming up. Uh-huh. We we got the offspring to really research what shower head they use on the tour. Is oh, there wow. any little bits you go into a venue and you check like oh they've got this or yeah i've got hooks you, got, you got. still have two spigots here don't you <laughs> all these years i've been talking about it you know like people like warm water uh people don't like going like oh, yeah, yeah. This. every yeah. time you have to wash your hands that's true yeah. i don't understand why you still want to go today today came off this from soundcheck and i wanted to brush my teeth but there's no other sink other than that one Uh-oh. Mm. so I, I will say like maybe one more sink <laughs> <laughs> Take the two spigots away yeah. and make it into a whole different uh, sink. Yeah. Like that. With one spigot. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You uh also the ginger shots need more ginger. Oh, oh yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Not gingery enough for that. I needed some not burn. enough ginger and too many doors. <laughs> There's so many doors. Too and like yeah. dude, here, the stairs go you're there at the stairs, then you go down the stairs to then go back up another set of stairs to Final go top. Then, like left and then downstairs and then you're here yeah but there's seven doors and they all open in a way that you can't get a bag through with it so you turn (laughs) sideways because everyone knows that fire travels with bags (laughs) (laughs) what if there was actually a fire here you couldn't bring anything you've got to pick what jacket you'd want to save yeah i don't know that's That's why you buy the jackets that you could layer on top of one another so you just wear them all as intended (laughs) the slicker the surface the the easier it goes fire just rolls off it Cut yeah. later on, fire alarm goes off. Tires yeah. outside, 40 jackets. Look at the show, man. Yeah, stop, drop, and roll. Done. Uh, no big fucking I deal. I can't roll. I can't even drop. <laughs> Just face down in a dirty, dirty shower bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Drop. Dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, look at one spigot. Uh, but you mentioned uh, you mentioned people calling this band a super group. I mean, yes. how do you see it? Because you're a bunch of friends have got together all from very different bands or have toured with with each other many times in the past i mean 
is it just something you're not thinking too much about? Is it just a bit of fun? Like, how would you really describe the mentality behind this band? It's a super group. You know, it's wow. really the way, it's, uh, the way it started was just like, you know how like you start your first band in high school, basically, hmm. right? Like if, you, if that's how you started your band. It was just, oh, these are my friends. They have instruments. We're starting, a, we're a band. And then that's really what it was. It was like, this is the pandemic. These are my friends. I'm talking to these people anyway. Everybody plays instruments. Hey, they said that we can't, you know, have a band and play shows. We should start a new band. And that's basically what it was, you know? Right, you can't have a band right now. What about two oh, bands? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What about, so about one? What about four? Yeah. What about four? Yeah. More yeah. bands than we have spigots. <laughs> no, but when you, when you, you know, are in music as long as we have 20 something years, you know, each of us, these are, these become your friends, you know, and they're your coworkers, your peer group, your whole thing. So it's like, you know, nice. I don't have any friends that pretty much aren't in music, you know, yeah. and so. I, I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. When I, whenever I need to do something musically, I just fucking call <laughs> Frank. Because I'm a drummer. I'm not a musician. I'm like, Frank, I need you to write me something. I play drums too. And I'm like, I need a drum beat. <laughs> yeah. so, so it works. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nice. Symbiotic relationship. Really. <laughs> yeah, is that how the first demos came about? Were, were you sending things back and forth? Like, did. Yeah. Like, you, do you come up with a riff and then send it to Tucker? And yeah, uh, you know, me, Tim, or, or Travis, basically, you know, come up with a. Actually, the last song came about, Tucker had a drum beat. And that was it. Yeah, nice. Right? So it starts with just a seed, basically. Um, hey, I like this beat. I like this riff. I like this. I don't know. I, this is a weird chord. I like this chord. Like, and then like, we just go from there. Uh, somebody writes a verse. Somebody throws a chorus on top. Maybe there's a lead involved. And, and then we just go back and forth, back and forth, and just try to impress each other. Um, it's just super organic. It's weird, man. Like, there was never a hiccup or like a, a hurdle in the road with like writing. It's, I, I don't want to jinx it, but like, it's been really, really simple and really easy. It's really fun too. We also don't have this, you know, since it's a new band, we don't have this thing that's like, Oh, we got to write this. You know, what, what would, what would Thursday do if they were writing a new song? You know what I mean? Like what would our fan group like? You know what I mean? It's not like that. It's like, there's no ceiling for this. And we literally explore every rip and every riff, rip, riff and every option. That's why we can have a song like, Permanent Rebellion, which is a heavy fucking super screamy song. And then we can write a fucking 50s doo-wop song like Sleep Cult, which is the last song on the record. It's like those songs exist on that record because we told them they could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody come up with any ideas? And you were like, no, fuck that. <laughs> no. Drum and bass in the middle of this song. I don't think it's going to work. I will say this, and, and maybe this is giving away a little too much, but I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. We have a new song that literally sounds like a video game. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah, like Castlevania. Yeah. I love it. And we were like, it's what crazy. the fuck? Yeah. And we love it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we haven't put it out yet. <laughs> but, you know, we might never put it out. Yeah. It could suck. Uh, here's the thing. I, I'm a big proponent of like of chasing everything. I feel like uh, I've been in lots of bands where people are like, oh, that, that sounds like, don't do that. Or, oh, well, no, well, no, I don't ever want to try it. It's like, dude, fucking try everything. Because whatever the, the inspiration or whatever that spark is, it usually doesn't stay the same to the end, you know? And, uh, and even if it does, like, you know, you're going to learn something, um, by getting to, to the final, like the end piece of that piece of music. It's, it's all about working those muscles. Like nothing's too, too good. There's no bad song. There's no bad riff. Like you can make it great, you know, and you're going to learn either like, oh, we should never do that. Or we, we should do something like this, or you're going to cherry pick like pieces of that song and it's going to turn into something great. But if you put a bullet in it before it even fucking turns into anything, like you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. 
And if we don't like it, you know, someone can always buy it off of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. true. Because our strong point is writing. We write very well together. And, and it, it, like Frank said before, not to jinx it. <laughs> it comes very... Yeah, there's nothing in there. I'm a drummer. <laughs> it comes very easily. So, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not above, you know. So, where does... If you're... Um if you're a band who can't write your own songs and you'd like one of these LS Dunes demos, how do you yeah. get in touch? Uh, <laughs> like, send us jackets. We might send you a song. www.barber.com Am I right in saying that the working title for the band originally was Dad Bods? It really wasn't, though. No? It was like a chat group for us. Yeah. Like, we were just like... Yeah, we just send dumb shit back and forth. I think we named the chat like Dad Bods, and it was like, ugh. And then we changed it to Father Dads. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> we're all. <laughs> Father Dads is not a bad name. No, though. we're all pretty parents. Good. You know I what mean? I mean? I've heard worse names. Wet Leg exists. Yeah. I'm yeah. not having that. Yeah. No, yeah. Good band. Actually, Terrible name. The one that, tr- that Travis was pushing for Perfect Strangers. He was pushing for Which Perfect Strangers. Which I loved. Yeah. Yeah. I said. We could think of them, but that's that, better. <laughs> Perfect Strangers became the title of the Dropbox. That, yeah, exactly. There you go. Nice. Yeah. But that's the thing, you know, here's the thing also. You, whenever you're writing songs, and you, I'm sure you know this, dear, like, you write songs, you come up with a demo, it's going to have a, you know, someone's going to come up with a dumb name for it. Yeah. And if oh, it's yeah. called, like, you know, like, you know, buttholes and toenails, like, <laughs> <was> that song is <laughs> never going to make a record. It's just never going to do it, you know? I'd listen to it. <laughs> I mean, we'd all been there, but yeah, I'm trying to think of yeah, we had you know songs I mean? we had in the back in. No, you just had loads of quotes from films and stuff like that. Dave yeah. Chappelle quotes a lot, and yeah, but yeah, but the demos. Oh, so like when Reese would Reese in our band wrote one that sounded like Black Eyed Peas, <laughs> so we called it Black Eyed Reese. There you go. <laughs> See, I fucking love that. Yeah. That that fucking resonates with me so hard. Yeah, because I feel like we would have said that. Yes. But then we would have changed the name. Were there any funky titles prior to what then? A lot called? of these titles stayed. Yeah. It's weird. Um, the only ones that <laughs> got changed were like when Travis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would be like, something called like Riffles. Riffles got ridges or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'd yeah. be like, now we call that something else. There's another one <laughs> called like Travis on meth. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we Travis has ever done meth. There, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, wow. yeah. but, but I mean, it's crazy. Talk about like the symbiotic thing. Like, you know, Frank said, like, oh, we have to rename some of these because they can't be real. It's that it's jinx, and that's true. And and he also said this other thing that fucking struck a chord with me. It's like when we were writing a song like Permanent Rebellion, we wrote that together in a studio, and he was like, Hey, you know, I got this riff, should we work on it? I was like, I mean, whatever, if you want to. And he's like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, But but actually, like, some of these songs that come in last usually are the best songs. Yes. And it's like shit like that. Like you gotta, you gotta follow that intuition. Like I, I'm a firm believer of like you can jinx something or things are you bad can. luck. You know what I mean? So if if you think that a a song title can ruin a song, you're fucking right. Yeah. Like that's what your gut tells you. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey Thomas. Hello, other Thomas. <laughs> you know you told us to do this in here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's gonna be so sick? The fact that we know and everyone is now gonna know that you're coming in here to give us fucking money. Whoa! Yes! Finally above the law now, boys. <laughs> More jackets! <laughs> I will say, <laughs> Frank and I get the most money out of the band. Yeah. So we just turned them into McPlants, though. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about something real fast? Go I know it. that you guys are asking questions, but can I? Can yeah, we yeah, switch it. Ask wherever you want. Fucking McPlant. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. When did this happen over here? Is it, wait, is that not over? In the no, no. no? We don't have it. Only a couple of months ago, like six months. I think it was like the single McPlant first. And now they do the double one. Have you had the double? Did you have the double or the single? I would no, just rather singles. get two McPlants. It's like yeah, this yeah. fucking spigot thing. Good thing, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that. They they decided to do a double McPlant yeah. when they should do <laughs> when they should do a double spigot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. we've separated our burgers, but we've yeah. I gotta tell you, yeah. I for a long time was like fuck McDonald's. Like I'm never, I'm never going near it. It'll make you sick. It's awful. Uh, I feel terrible after you eat it. Like, and sometimes it's the only thing open at a rest stop over here and stuff like that. So you'd like, I'd rather go hungry. But then the McPlant came out and me and Mikey away went and we had them together. And I was like, this is fucking delicious. And then we came over here with Dunes. And I think that's all we've eaten since we've been here. And I haven't gotten sick or nothing. No. Like, you feel mm. fucking great. Which is a very low barometer. But it's I crazy. I'm shocked. I really am shocked. I uh, actually like, I like, I am thinking about it right now. Like, I think I see this fucking cold hard cash, this $40, million <laughs> that I just got handed. And I'm like, I'm going to use, I want to. Give this back trade to this. Kent to make more McPlants. McPlants. <laughs> it's true. Like, God, I hope they come yeah. to the, rest, the dressing room afterwards. He's already said, though, that he'll feel like a bad tour manager if we, if we get McPlants again tonight, but I, I say fuck it. <laughs> I think a good tour manager gives us what we fucking want. <laughs> exactly. And that's McPlants. Yeah, almost, <laughs> as, almost as if he gets paid to do exactly <laughs> I like it. Well, if you want, I can, after yeah, after this, I'll run out and get you McPlants. No, 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 yeah. Oh, no, no, I had one the other day. It's, it's a taste. They're pretty yeah. good. It's fucking yeah. American it's, um, Embassy, dude. I think they're called Beyond Meat Burgers. I think that's they what they are. The but it's definitely a different type of flavor. Have you got that in the States? We Beyond. have Beyond, yeah. Oh, okay. But it's definitely like more cat foody in other <laughs> And like thicker. Yeah. 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 This is like like when you're like, Mom, I want McDonald's. She's like, we got burgers at home. And she makes a fucking... That's like and you're Beyond like, Burgers that we have. Yeah. You know? It's not the same. It's not the same. You want that flat ass fucking... You need that pickle that kind of tastes like pee-pee a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. You need, you need all that stuff. And like the weird tomato that has zero flavor. <laughs> yeah, that's not a real Just tomato. giant tomato. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow the lettuce is the most flavorful thing <laughs> in the whole lot, right? You might be right. And that's because yeah. they dropped it on the floor before they said it. Probably, yeah. Tree it was a real pick. <laughs> while while the, we have the two of you together, there yes. was one thing I kind of. Who wants to do? We're going together. We just fall down. No, one thing I wanted to kind of touch on a little bit is obviously like the two of you, Frank and Tucker. Like you have both been a big part of each other's lives within music over the last twenty years with the bands, and you've done other projects together and stuff like that. And I just wanted to kind of getting insight into those relationships because for my chem thursday is such mm-hmm. a big band with influence and especially jeff made the first record and tucker's even being out with you uh touring for drums and black parade area and all that and then yeah. vice versa you know you've just done these big shows of mcr and kind of going full circle can you two just talk about like that relationship a little bit, bit between you guys and just having friends in music that's not just benefits what what you're doing on stage but like off the stage as well yeah it's weird man like you know 
you tour around and we, we were saying this before, right? Like most of your friends end up being other musicians that you've toured with and stuff like that. But, uh, and, and you stay in touch, but most of the people you just see out on the road and that's okay. You can pick up where you left off and it's cool. Uh, and you're friends, but it's more like you're like friend, you're friends from work. You know what I mean? Um, there's other people though, that, that you, you recognize like real recognize is real. And it's like, Oh, you're one of We're one of each other. <laughs> like we're, we belong to the same kind of you. tribe. Yeah. I'm one with you. <laughs> yeah. Fruckers. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and like you stay in touch, like outside of this and just like, Hey, do you want to just hang out and do this or, and ultimately that is going to translate into a creative relationship because you guys are just creative people and artists, you know, tend to create together. But uh, I would hang out with Tucker just to go get, you know, McPlants and fucking Casual. jackets. You know? Yeah, we'd yeah. fucking <laughs> steal McPlants in our fucking jackets. No, but, but, uh, but it is uh, it is weird because sometimes, you know, uh, we always say this. You, you meet each other very early on in your career like all of us have in this band. We've all met super early in our careers. And you develop these fucking friendships, you know. And then your bands stop touring together because you have to go on a different tour. And then you might not see that. Uh, I, we might not see Anthony and Circa for fucking five, six, seven, eight years because our tour schedules don't line up until we see each other in a festival in Australia. Yep. Where I'm playing drums for My Chemical Romance, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's it's just it's weird how that shit works. And like, you know, there was there was a couple of years that we didn't talk, but we didn't yeah. talk because we didn't ha- we didn't have a falling out. We just like we're on different of each other's orbit, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's got he had three kids, I had none. You're winning in the kid easier on him because he's a father of three. But you know, so you know, we've remained friends throughout this whole thing, but there are gaps in time where you just like are doing your own thing and you know, he lived in LA for a little while, you know. But now we live close by in Jersey and got Bowman down the street from me and it's wonderful. Nice. We're collecting. Yeah, and Tim's yeah. down the road. Yeah. Tim's brother. That's right. Tim's just be in the background. Like, like, and then Tim, Tim's brother-in-law plays on Thursday with Tim and I. So that's always weird. He lives ten minutes down the road. So we, you know, we, there's there's familiar familial yeah that was familial ties here too so it's all fucking weird you know what i mean we all know each other's wives and kids and all this shit no it's just so hard to say that word without an accent familial Familial. i feel like giada de laurentis anytime i say something like that mozzarella it's fucking mutz sapping <laughs> Something is much. That's a new name. Yeah, Yo, um, we, we could go over in time if you want. I'm happy. Oh, to yeah. 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 Um, do you, Do you remember the kind of first time you guys like really met? met? Um, yeah, it had to be at an eyeball party. Frank had dreads. <laughs> dreads, probably. Dreads? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and they weren't good. <laughs> you, can, you can imagine. Uh, yeah, it was definitely at like an eyeball party. I would think. Um. <laughs> those are blurry days dude <laughs> those were blurry blurry days yeah um yeah there's definitely there's there's remnants of that of parties that i remember that i will never say on a podcast <laughs> yeah yeah that's fine. yeah but um that was the thing i mean i remember there was a week in my life um where i saw thursday um alkaline trio uh at the drive-in jets of brazil uh fuck boy says fire midtown hot water music and 
That's enough, right? Yeah. But like in a week, <laughs> wow, at a fucking fire hall at Wayne Firehouse, and snuck into all of those shows, by the way. <laughs> and and it was like, holy shit! Like this is this is cha- it changed my life. You know, like that 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 week of shows being like, holy fuck! Like, this is what I want to do with my life. This is that's these are the stages I want to be on. These are the, these are the musicians that are like they're really affecting me. And uh, and it was like a master class. But um. I remember finally signing to to eyeball and, and being at a party, and then thir- you know Thursday shows up, and it's like, "Fuck, man!" Like, I think I'm I think I'm getting my foot in the door <laughs> a little <Yeah>. bit here. <laughs> and uh, and and then you know down the road we went up touring together, and I remember like later on after getting signed to eyeball, you guys you guys played a, a separate fire hall or, or uh, VFW, and Jeff gave uh, my my band Prency Prep a shout out. And I was like, "Holy shit! Yes, they know who we are." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah that was a that was a really cool thing about music at that time too and i'm sure it happened over here like we all like speaking of hot water music speaking of midtown speaking of all these bands we all dashboard we all came up together you know what i mean we all knew each other because we had done these tiny fucking hall venues we had you know hot water music played jeff's fucking basement you know what i mean like so we all you know kind of for lack of a better term like slept on the same floors and ate the same shit you know what i mean so having such a, a huge collected collection of people coming up together you know it was almost like i don't think you get that a lot in in in, in regular mainstream music you know what i mean no yeah i don't either i think we had it probably around 2003 in south wales there was probably four or five bands who all kind of came up together so like lost profits Fear for a friend uh kids in glass houses there was a band Bullify Valentine Bullify Valentine and then Blackout Last obviously <laughs> um, yeah so yeah it's, it's mad to see all this it's crazy yeah. though yeah, right it's like, yeah. you, you, that's and, and getting back to the question before that's your fucking friend group mm-hmm. you know what I mean exactly yeah. those are the people you know that play music I remember Johnny Phillips comparing it to New, like the New York, New Jersey scene at the time as well. And he was like, I can't get over how many good bands we've got in South. <laughs> we literally went from none <laughs> in 2002 yeah. to about 11 to all of in them. 2002. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So yeah it's, yeah, it's mad. It's a small world. Where's the, um, where's the weirdest place you've seen a friend in a band that you weren't expecting to see somebody? Mm. I don't know. We pop up in the weirdest places. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fucking <laughs> crazy question. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> there's some things. This is Conti. Yeah, I think that's at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Give me time to think. Do uh, my history. My bad. Them. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. I, you know, that's the thing. Like like I said, we we've been in this for so long. Like you're always traveling. You're always running into somebody. And sometimes it's it's hard to like if you're seeing someone that's not in like a venue or like a festival thing. To like place them yeah. like, like wait a minute I like, think I know it. yeah I, I know you but we're, like, please, why are you here <laughs> yeah I, I've got one that happened recently it's oh, not it that weird but it's it's funny I was in fucking shop right by my house and uh you know I haven't seen Heath from Midtown in fucking eons you know in a long time we, we live a town over but I had just moved to this town whatever blah 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 so I'm like in in the and I see I'm waiting in the car with my daughter and I see in my rear view mirror like you know, a flannel shirt. And I'm just like, I know that guy. And then I, and what goes through my head is like, wow, there's two guys in this parking lot that just played the fucking same arena with Mike and Romance. <laughs> How fucking weird is that? You know? Yeah. But it's just a, a weird thought that's in my yeah. head. Like in this stupid little fucking shopping parking lot where we're like both getting into our fucking Honda, whatever bullshit car we have. <laughs> like, oh yeah. 
Yeah. yeah nice. <laughs> that was a weird one. It was <laughs> raining too. And my wife, of course, came out and was like, babe, babe. I'm like, my windows are up. <laughs> like, I'm in the car. You know what I mean? Like, why are you sh- shouting babe at me? She's like, he's here. <laughs> I was like, oh, I see him. Right, not to get out. <laughs> yeah. Do I have to get out? Like, I hope. And it's one of those old cars, like a 2008, that like, if you get out, and you close the door, sometimes it locks. Oh. And the keys are in there. So I was like, oh my God, like, how do I, how do, I do this? So I took the keys out. That's how old it is. I knew the winding the windows and motion. But most people say this never even done. No, no, no. no. I thought you were doing a sex move. Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> hurry up. Hurry up, Heath. Finish. For oh. God's sake. It always goes. It always right, takes a dark sexual turn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I was rolling the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What sort of technique is that though? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one it. can see <laughs> this. That's the best bit. That is is the everyone's, just, everyone's just picturing their heads. <laughs> they can hear it. They can hear it, man. <laughs> Oh, geez, sorry. I'm sweating. (laughs) Well, speaking of like that time though, like, I mean, there's such a big thing for nostalgia now, just in general, and especially things for about 20 years ago. Is it weird seeing a whole new generation of people celebrate those bands that you kind of grew up with and, and stuff like that. Or do you think it's kind of cool that it's being able to cross over a bit more? Let me take this one. Go, please. <laughs> and I hate to use you as an example, but it, dude, it's Don't. fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we did, we did the, the, the return of MCR in 2019, right before, uh, the pandemic, which I think is the reason why COVID happened because I said they the got back together. Like, the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Might've been, um, Gerard asked the crowd, like, how many of you have never seen us before? And fucking 75% of the crowd raised their hand. And to me, like, I, because I had not thought about the answer to that question mm. ever. But then just seeing the reaction of the people, like, raising their fucking hands, I just, I, I don't know. I, 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 it blew my fucking mind. It's crazy. Um, it, it, it's, it's strange that, like, the band almost got bigger while we were away, you know? But then I, I started to think about that too. And it's like, you know, when I was uh, coming up and, 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 you know, in high school and stuff like that, and, you know, older friends, you meet older friends or their older siblings have like, you know, posters on their wall or like they make you mixtapes, right? And, uh, oh, you know, listen to this, this is the Misfits or listen to this, this is Black Flag and Minor Threat. And then you're like, oh my God, this, man, this is crazy. This is amazing. Like, can I go see them? Like, no, nope. they broke up. Like, you know, fucking <laughs> this is a thousand years. Oh, I can't wait yeah, to see them. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, they're gone. That's wow. that's thing, right? yes. All your favorite bands are dead, and and you're finding out about them after the fact. Uh, but you're finding out about them in in an organic way, and um, you know, like, I never got to see the Doors. I never got to see you know Sabbath play. I did when they got back together eventually. But like, you know, when I first heard about them, like it was gone, and uh, and so you know, all my favorite bands were dead. And then I went and found other bands too that were going on stuff like that. But I feel like um, with my chem, it's the same thing. And it's just this organic, uh, you know, passing on, like passing the torch. And, uh, and that's kind of rad, you know, because when you find out about stuff like that, it's yours, you know, like you discovered it. And, uh, and I think that's, that's, that's really awesome. You know, um, it's strange to me to like, say, be doing like a newer band like Dunes or like, you know, I did like the solo stuff. To be like, oh, you know, you're going to be on the cover of this magazine as like the fresh new artist. And you're like, oh, cool. All right. And they're like, oh, and you're also on it next month as like the classic artist. (laughs) That's fucking weird, man. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I don't know how to feel about it, but um, uh, it's 
you know, I enjoy playing shows and I love seeing, you know, kids coming out and, and, and them come up to you and be like, this is the greatest show I've ever seen. This is the first time I've ever seen you. I never thought I'd get to see you live and, and I'm here today and this is amazing. And I came with my fucking yeah. mom or dad. Yeah, fucking rules. My man. mom or dad got me into your fucking yes. band. Which that, that is like, yeah. what And then the, the mom and dad come like, I'm here to Totally smashed. Dude, like, last oh night. God. Last night. I'm getting home. <laughs> dude, last night we played in this room that was like, I don't know, 600 capacity, fucking low ceiling. It was hottest, hottest show so far. Hottest show that I played in a long time. And I look like three rows back there's his fucking dad there's a dad standing right there probably standing there not because he actually wanted to be there but probably because he was like protecting his son or daughter mm. and looking out and he was just bopping along having a good time and like anthony i was like yo look at that dad and he's like yo i saw that dad he's like i, I i'm you like <laughs> i am you i'm yeah. the dad too like that's what i would be doing you know it's just that it's just it's father dads crazy father dads, <laughs> father dads. Yes. there it is the second record <laughs> yeah. Um, well yeah yeah as you mentioned it like i um johnny phillips um got shout me out to johnny phillips yeah, by the way the fuck love, yeah got a lot of love for johnny phillips um weird looking fucker but lovely guy, <laughs> <laughs> lovely guy. he's gonna hear that and that's all my gigs forever so, yeah, he's got but, the perfect face for yeah, a podcast but, don't he <laughs> But the problem is, you got the worst voice for a podcast. He's got the best face for a podcast. Then you have to hear him talk. The fucker. We're trying to get him on, but we're worried what he might say. Yeah. <laughs> and then no one else will ever come on. It's yeah. yeah. only one episode. Yeah. 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 He keeps saying, like, I'll do the fucking podcast. I'll do the podcast. I'm like, John, I'd love you to because you've got the maddest stories I've ever heard. But, but also, you will literally cancel yourself on all of the bands you've worked with, you mad The fucker. only podcast that got shelved. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Johnny got me on. Um, I DJed those uh, My Chemical Ro- Romance shows in Milton Keynes I did yeah two the, the last two and I did Warrington as well and I was in the Costa in the morning after the so it was the third Milton Keynes show and I was in the Costa and there was a girl there and um, she had the full fucking get up on we were all just queuing for coffee and I looked at this girl and she was there with her older sister and she said to me um, oh have you seen My Chemical Romance before and I was like oh yeah yeah I was lucky enough to um my band played with them like 10 years ago. And she was like, 10 years ago, I was nine. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking getting on a bit now, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I just, yeah, those shows were fucking incredible. And I, think, I said, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what I told Mikey, which was, I think those shows were so, so important for Britain as a whole. Oh, wow. Because it made, just being there, just, I remember walking into the crowd and just seeing the happiness. And after everything we'd had with the pandemic and all that shit and everything that happened, it was exactly the perfect timing and the perfect stage as well. Apart from getting home from Milton Keynes was quite tough. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, it was exactly what the UK needed at the time. And it, it, was, it was fucking amazing. All of those shows were fucking unbelievable. That, look how much I'm swearing because I can't. I can't express my emotions enough. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, they, that, man. They, they, yeah. were, they were needed. And I think almost the beginning of a resurgence in rock, I think, in the UK as well. So um, on behalf of all the British rock bands as well. And, uh, all of them? Yeah, all, no. all, yeah, all, <laughs> all of them. Apart That's from awesome. Keen. The band Keen. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. But everybody else, yeah. every, every other band. Listen, all music, you know, you got you to gotta give it up for everybody that makes music. Whatever genre it is. Whatever art form, you know what I mean? But like, you know, fucking rock and roll. Going away is heartbreaking. So whenever it comes back, it's just, it's just we're just so fucking lucky. 
Yeah, it's it's you know it's funny, man, because like you know, rock and roll or whatever, like it 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 never goes away. It just it it doesn't. It's not always at the forefront, mm-hmm. and it always it shouldn't always be. You know, I think um, sometimes you you need to take that back seat in order for people to to I don't know realize how special it is. I guess, and, and also too like to to recognize the real motherfuckers, and not the like you know they get the posters out there. <laughs> I think, but uh, it's yeah, man. It's there's something about it. You know, they're just there's something about a person getting up there with with instruments and, and fucking just doing what they do. You know, um, screaming from the heart. And um, I don't know. I've always loved it, and and I love being a part of it. Um, there was definitely trepidation. I think when you know the pandemic happened, it was like, oh man, like we have to wait all this time, and like you know, we were on this this trajectory, and now what? Like, are we even gonna care? And yes. um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, I don't think anyone's gonna care. Yeah. Oh, Ninety thousand people <laughs> yeah. Every single person that you know could what? care was there. Yeah. Oh, I wish yeah. that many people didn't care about my band. <laughs> oh, love that. That's the thing about playing these big places with him now. It's like, dude, parking is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta leave before the encore. Yeah, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah. I just like also <laughs> think about trying to find your mom in that crowd. Oh, you know what I mean? oh yeah. she's there. Yeah. Like, do I have, <laughs> yeah. do I even have the right pass to go? To, I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, Where am I in this fucking gigantic building? Uh, Thanks, yeah. Frank. <laughs> I just wanted to nip out and see my friends, and now I've got to go through all of this. Oh, bloody success! <laughs> Other people's success ruining my day. <laughs> Why is there a traffic jam in the city? Oh, because fucking Mike Amelgrom yeah. is playing. <laughs> all ninety thousand people who know anything about music are here but no those shows are fucking incredible and it was exactly what everybody needed they were they were events they weren't just shows they were events and yeah it was it was amazing and we had a ball and that's very common and i honestly the feeling was a hundred thousand percent mutual like and we got to bring our families out and it was uh if you know if nothing else it was like for us to show off in front of our kids a little bit was uh it made my world i was i was cool for a second nephew knows never never seen me play and the blackout is doing uh i've got back together to do we're doing download festival yeah. sick yeah that's so, awesome um he's gonna see that for the first time and he, i can't fuck <laughs> good way oh yeah i can't wait you already think so like i'm the coolest person in the world ever so now to get it to be like oh watch this now <laughs> watch me control this club oh hudson i'll get this crowd to chant your name now let's see what happens <laughs> Dude, yes. you're already the coolest guy. No, there you go. But yeah, and then you get so. to be even cooler, yeah. which is like... Yeah, but what if it goes the other way and he's like, ah, oh, no, fast on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what those headphones are for. Come on, keep them on. Yeah, keep them on. Don't take them off. You're going to go deaf. You'll find out. You'll find out. But guys, we really appreciate you telling so many beautiful stories. Just a couple of quick things now before we wrap this up because you've got to get ready for a rock show. Obviously, you've mentioned so many like new experiences with this band. Is there anything in particular that you've just been really appreciating a little bit more or there's a side to the industry or just making this music with a different group of friends that you're like i didn't take this in as much as i I have with with anything else Uh, honestly man i have to say like and i think i speak for everybody in the band on this one um we all fell in love with music again you know what i mean like it's so it's so easy to love what you do right like when you when you do what you want to do and like we've been musicians for a long time y'all been musicians for a long time love it but you always take it for granted you know what i mean and then when you when you when you do something new and you start writing with friends that you haven't written with before 
and and you create this brand new thing and like you just literally eat breathe and sleep it it makes you appreciate your craft again and fall in love with we we had the tattoo artist come to our show last night her name is cat and she was going to stop tattooing and then our record came out and she saw the artwork and made her tattoo again like that's the kind of shit that's like it's crazy yeah you know what i mean so like falling in love with music again getting people inspired you know i think that is just you can't fucking you, you if you were looking for that you wouldn't find it yeah yeah no, you're right man i the pandemic was a the a great equalizer you know for a lot of people and i think uh you know it's human nature to to take this shit for granted like you we do it all the time and yeah it's fun we get it, we love it but you know uh sometimes it's hard that's exactly yeah. what i did with the blackout yeah and, and when it ended because like one of the last times we were in australia i had the option to go like sightseeing <laughs> with my band <laughs> my old, the old band were like oh we're gonna go see the opera and i've never seen the opera once and we've been about four times to right. australia so they were like oh yeah we're gonna go sightseeing and i was like nah we, we'll probably be back here next year like this is whatever like i can see i can see the sydney operas whenever i'm here next with the band and then the next year, the band split up, and I was like, oh, fuck! Didn't get to see Sydney Opera. Yeah. But yeah, so there were so many things where I was just jaded or like almost blase with it. Just like, oh, yeah, I'll be doing this forever. And then, yeah, and then lost it, and then was like, don't know what to do. I can't draw, so I can't be a tattooist. I can't cut hair, so I can't be a barber like every other front man. <laughs> I'll do a podcast. Yeah, yeah you and can then, talk. And now you got me involved. So now you're stuck with me for the last for in a bit years yeah <laughs> isn't yeah. it crazy though that like something that you love to do like music you know or art like it really can go away yeah you know what i mean like you work in a factory or something that that's something that could be there forever if if you need to be you know what i mean yeah. like or fucking pl- make plant you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> but like music and and anything art wise like people can lose interest you can fucking get into an accident you can crashing an airplane you know it could be just fucking done you know what i mean like yeah so. well the art thing that that's the rough right i always said like uh, you know if you go to school and and, and you say you, know, you put in your your time your ten thousand hours or whatever and you want to be a doctor you get your your degree unless you fuck somebody up you're going to be a doctor forever right mm-hmm. um but music you're only as good as your last record yeah. you know um so that that's oh shit but that's the thing right like you know and that and sometimes you'll put out a record and like fucking two weeks later like all right so what else you got it's like, motherfucker i just gave you a record <laughs> yeah. you know uh but people are fleeting you know like it's fleeting and uh and subjective so um you have to make art for yourself and, and you have to judge the success in your own with your own two eyes like it can't be with monetary reasons or how many people show up to shows or you know what people say about your last record <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know you too can't happy. like it's got you movie. gotta do it for you that's why you can't make art for other people hmm. nice well, well we don't know shit <laughs> 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 fucking seven years ago oh, and with all that i mean obviously you've got a busy schedule with LS students you've got the rest of europe and you've just announced some sad summer festival shows yeah. for for later on um but what else is kind of like the plan with this band now i mean obviously you've all got busy schedules away from it is it kind of just see what happens when you're free or are you all consciously make an effort to make time to do more with this I think, consciously i think yeah. free time is not something that we're looking for you know what i mean i think we we've all you know 
we've been broke we've done the thing we've we've played through it you know what i mean and i think that like we're searching for ways to to fit this round peg in a square hole you know what i mean because we love it and honestly like we didn't know it was going to be a band when we started it you know what i mean much like a lot of bands you know what i mean it just worked and then we didn't know we were going to make a record then we did you know and it's right there you know and then we didn't know we were going to go on tour and then we did you know and and i think that that it presented itself to us in a way that's like yo wake up you have to do this like this is something we have to do and and i think that because it saved us during that pandemic like all of us you know we all have perfectly good lives and perfectly beautiful families but we still needed something else we still needed this and this is what we needed so i think that um making it happen rather than you know seeing what happens is is what we need to do because we owe it to the fucking record to do that and we love it so much that we owe it to it so Class. nice well Pretty. guys we then last l- last question <laughs> <laughs> is the um what's the weirdest venue you've played ever Ma- in our life yeah mine's a uh, bull ring I played oh, bull that- ring in madrid Oh, oh, really? Yeah, oh, no, yeah not the oh, shopping center. The shopping center. Hey, everybody's played the shopping center. Played a hot dog stand. What? Oh. You know, I played on the back of a flatbed truck uh, in the middle of a street that it wasn't moving. <laughs> that was weird. Um, what else? What do you got? Um... Man, we played some weird ones. Go ahead, Tim. He's that, uh, oh, hey, what's oh, up, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've heard somebody uh, fucking crunching on chips and eating yeah, Doritos. I'm done with the chips. <laughs> 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 there was that, that like, Sweet 16 party we ended up playing in Indiana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got chased out of the house. Before fucking cell phones and before the internet. Yeah, oh, we man. played a Sweet 16 and we had to fucking call the promoter who was a kid who we had to call the kid's house, his hat landline and be like, Hey, are we still having a show? It's a 10 hour drive. The, the, the mom answered the door with like a bowl of popcorn. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was something special. That's crazy. Yeah. And no one was there to see the show. This kid no was like, was yeah, I got a band coming. Like nobody they, was no one had we heard the record. Nobody. It was bad. Yeah. I did one like that once now. I just realized, yeah, we did, um, we had a, um, oh, what the fuck was it called where you... Pledge music. Pledge music, yes. So we did um, a pledge thing where people could like buy the record before we recorded the record, you know, so we could record the record basically. Oh. And we did a girl's birthday party, um, which was in, a, in her house. Well, it was in the corridor between the main building of her house and her swimming pool, right? So we were playing this corridor... And I was talking to the girl whose, whose party was, and I was like, oh, cool. Um, oh, how long have you been into the band? And she was like, oh, I've never heard it before. And I was like, well, what's going on here? <laughs> like, what's, why, That's a great response. Yeah, why, why are we here? Like, because the thing is, they paid. They must have paid probably. Remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's going on? Um, yeah, they must have paid like three grand or whatever. And I was like, you don't even That's- know... We, like why that's a lot of money to spend on strangers I, yeah. she was, I think she was literally just doing it to show off to a friend oh, like okay. oh you can get uh, a band you like um, but yeah it was so fucking strange just, and it was, like a, it was like a sweet 16 as well so you're like oof yeah but nobody knows who, like what is going on and you're like in the back of your mind you're like oh, we're gonna scare the shit out of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah they have no idea like do we go off or do we like 
fucking yeah do i have to be calm or can i take this microphone into that pool <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like what do we need yeah. to do to how fucking... many of us are going to be electrocuted by the yeah. end of this performance like, you don't want to spill anything on this rug <laughs> obviously <laughs> the thing is yeah you could afford it this is the thing she literally could afford anything like we could have gone oh it's four million pounds and she would have gone yeah all right yeah whatever still doesn't know who you are <laughs> that fucking beautiful rug then yeah <laughs> would have made the album better yeah. you might stay together so. <laughs> but, you know. guys thank you so much for taking the time yeah, we seriously you. appreciate thank it you. thank you for having us here and Our just I just love everything uh, about this yeah thanks thank, thank you for having thank us I'm, I'm so glad that we got to do this yeah you know what i mean yeah. like i remember yeah, like last time stu's been trying to sort this out yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i was gonna do it with you guys at at, at last time but yes. stu fucking took too long <laughs> <laughs> yeah too much muscle mass too much <laughs> muscle mass <laughs> giant man though. god what a fucking bolt he's a boulder he's a yeah. stack of several boulders he's clark kent yeah oh, he is quick, clark kent. quick stu question when he's with you guys what's the welsh accent like is it minimal because people say when he speaks to us, he turns into the valley's he boy gets again. More Welsh. So uh, is it is he is he Welsh accent all he's the time? Or? Welsh. He's dying Welsh. Uh, yeah, 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 Welsh light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Welsh light. And cover your ears, <laughs> and maybe not print this, but I I I call him Clark Cunt. Nice, nice. Hello, man. Thank you. Superman or Clark Cunt? I've known him for twenty years. I called him Superman. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yes! Yes, yes. Why, motherfucking yes. <laughs> Thank you very much to Frank and Tucker. That was a super, super fun chat. We had a great time with them. Thank you for giving us so much time. The two manager did come in at one point and be like, 
are you nearly done? And we, <laughs> we all just froze. <laughs> Normally, I'm so nice that I'd go, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up now. But I just froze. And then Tucker went to carry on, boys. It's all right. It's good. I'm enjoying it. So do you know what I loved? I loved that they ran out of shirts because they sold too many shirts. Yeah. And they were doing the punk rock DIY thing. When we walked in, Frank Gator was on his hands and knees, right? A lot of people were saying it was because a year day was coming and he was bowing. But, you know, being the humble guy I am, I think what he was doing was he was hand drawing T-shirts to sell. Mad. <laughs> yeah, the magic markers out, drawing the orange flowers and everything on, on, on there. And it was nice, so nice to see that all these guys are in legendary bands, right? And that they've started something fresh. They're not being prima donnas about anything. Not at all. I can I cannot stress enough how down to earth and humble all of the, all of them were. To the point where the one guitarist who was in Coed and Cambria came in the room <laughs> and I completely <laughs> forgot he was in Coed and Cambria. And I was looking him in his face going, I know him from somewhere. And then after I left, I went, oh, he's in Coed and bloody Cambria. <laughs> of course I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> they were all super fucking nice to us. Their team was super nice to us. They just fucking absolute legends and i cannot gush anymore but i'm like i can't yeah it's just nice to see that they're going route one with everything and a reminder that their debut album past vibes is available Cracking. now it is full of some absolutely incredible songs urge you to check it out and go and pick up a Do copy it. wherever your local record stores are uh, and everything like that they're going to be playing sad summer festival in the states and fingers crossed We'll be hearing a lot more from uh, in between all of the separate busy mad schedules. But uh, and want to give another quick shout out to Tucker um, for just being awesome. We've, as we mentioned right at the end there, we've been trying to get him on separately uh, for a while. But we doing will. this was great. We'll definitely do one with him in the future. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our good friends and family, basically in the No Devotion um, boys as well. Uh, there's been some really heartbreaking news coming from their, their personal lives. Um, they had to cancel their appearance supporting LS Dunes on tour. Uh, and there's a lot going on behind the scenes there. So we're just kind of sending our love to Stu Lee and Jeff got to see Jeff play acoustic show when the tour was, uh, when they announced that they weren't going to be doing the, uh, the tour in Cardiff. And he was sending uh, our love, our love back as well. And I just wanted to share a really quick story because you know, we've talked about how much Thursday has impacted both of our lives. We've talked about how much My Chemical Romance has impacted both of our lives. You got to tour with them back in the day. You DJed for them uh, on the uh, on the, those big stadium shows uh, last summer. Um, I did, but just yeah. an <laughs> insight into how cool Frank Iro is as well. I interviewed him back in the radio days quite a few times. One of them so happened to be in Germany, of all places. That's a story for a different day. Um, That's as well. He was supporting Taking Back Sunday. So after the gig, I was on a train then, right? So I didn't do another gig. I was on a train back to wherever I was staying. But I had the wrong ticket. And they're very strict there with this kind of stuff. So police came on the Strict train. in Germany! <laughs> Searching people's tickets, right? Yeah. I had the wrong one. They didn't uh -oh. like that. I had a fine on the spot with a lot of money, which wasn't that good at all. I tried to pretend like, oh, I'm going on me. You know, I'm this Welsh idiot who's just come and don't know how train tickets work. They escorted me to, to oh, the ATM yeah. <laughs> to get money out and all that. Um, so it was a bit of a, of a chaos. The next time I saw Frank and interviewed him, I told him that story. I had the fine um, yeah. with me. 
and he I've got his... there. No, he gave you the money. He didn't, but he did sign ah, it. Bastard. <laughs> he no, did sign I'm it. I'm not having with... this. I'm not Frank, if you're listening, right? <laughs> you know what the right thing would have done then. <laughs> he did sign it saying fuck the police, which I'll have to go and find and try and put up on our social media. So follow us at Sapman Pod on Twitter and Instagram, maybe TikTok. We've got some videos of the conversation as well. So we'll try and post some stuff at Sapling Pod and all of them. And maybe you'll get to see some more behind the scenes things from the podcast yes. as well. Uh, Sean, you've got a very busy couple of weeks coming up with some shows of your own. Well, you're supporting people playing other people's music. Tell us about that. Yes, I am um, lucky enough to be going on tour over the weekends with Punk Rock Factory, um, our favorite uh, punk rock covers band. If you want to find out where we are going to be, either check out punkrockfactory.com or check out my socials on Instagram. It's at fake Sean Smith on Twitter. It's at Sean Smith sucks. Yeah. All the dates are there. We're playing Bridget, uh, not even Bridget. There you go. Look, I fucked the first <laughs> one up. We're playing Bournemouth. We're playing London. We're playing Nottingham, I guess. We're playing Glasgow, Cardiff. I'm guessing these now. Um, but anyway, punkrockfactory.com. There might be some tickets left, I'm saying. A lot of them are sold out. So um, if you're busting for tickets, uh, get in touch with me. I'll sell you some on a slide. Yeah. Oh, it's all, it's all going on. It's all going on here. Um, and before we wrap this up, of course, a reminder to everyone, as always, if you've enjoyed this, not only share it with everyone, put it in your Instagram stories, tweet about Please it, do that. send it Please. to a friend. But oh, please on, go man. and support us uh, if you have our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sapnin. That is the best way to help keep this podcast going each and every week and getting us to these venues to kind of do this stuff in person and have even more laughs with your favorite artists. Uh, the whole community of people are our favorite. They're meeting up on the regular. I can't stress enough how wholesome and important that is to us. So if you want to get involved, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. But as always, Sean's going to give a mahusive shout out to the elite members of our podcast community. Yes, thank you to everybody who's part of our Patreon. Genuinely now, it is the most supportive bunch of legends I've ever come across in my life. And we're all going, we've all been through ups and downs on there, and the support for each other is so overwhelming, it makes me want to cry all the time. So I appreciate everybody on there. But um, yeah, like Morgan said, got to give a shout out to these people. Thank you very much, Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Leeway, Paul Hirschfield, Scarlett Charlton, Tony Michael, Dilly Grimwood, Kelly Irwin, Natasha Morris, Nathan Croshaw, Mitch Perry, Emma Barber, Sammy G, Kat Besson, Jenny Robson, Murray Grimwood, Scott Jones, Amy Dawson, Amy Louise, Stuart McNaught, Stephen Aston, Emma Evans-Roberts, Caroline Robinson, Kate Puttock, Louis Cook, Martina McManus, Carl Pendlebury, Danny Eaton, James McNaught, Jenny Munster, Kelly Cannon, Jason Aredia, Emily Perry, John and Emma, Craig Harris, Khalida Keen, Ollie Amesbury, Adam King of the Goss Parcel, Josh, a mummy covered in chocolate and nuts has been discovered in Egypt. We had this one last week. Archaeologists believe it's a fa- it's a Pharaoh Roche. Thank you very much. Alice Wood, Reese Bowling, Kate Stevenson, Kyle David Smith and Connor Lewins. Thank you very much to all of those people. Um, also go and check out um, a song called Get Grim by our friends in a band called Fangs Out that came out. That I, I like that a lot. That's very, very good. And um yeah, just check out those punk rock factory dates. Mog. Fan bloody tastic. Thank you to everyone who's gotten this far and for listening and continuing to support us. We'll be back next Friday and every week with another special guest, some absolute chaos, 
and laughs in between. Yes. Oh, congratulations to um, Styx, the drummer of Raiders, who's um, had a baby. Ah. Well, his missus had a baby. He haven't, he haven't got, he haven't got the right, in, you know, mix up to have a baby. He's parenting but, a, a child. Correct. Yes. He's right. brought, um, yeah, yeah. He's left it in, and now we've got <laughs> little Lydia. Um, no. Anyway, yeah. That's the end. we've been doing this for 220 episodes right we should be professional by now i still cannot get it right apologies everyone You're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.